These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. A father and son suffered serious burns in a boat explosion at Lemon Tree Passage on Monday afternoon. The 48-year-old man and his 12-year-old son were working on board a cabin cruiser at the local marina just before 5.30 when petrol ignited, causing the explosion. Emergency services rushed to the scene with the boat fire quickly extinguished. The 48-year-old was airlifted to the Royal North Shore Hospital, suffering burns to his body, while the boy was flown to Westmead Children's Hospital by the Hunter's Westpac Rescue helicopter in a serious but stable condition. Newcastle's light rail service reached its one-month milestone on Monday with passenger numbers well exceeding predictions. Opal data last week revealed 4,300 commuters were using the service per day, well above the forecast of 1,800. Parliamentary Secretary for the Hunter, Scott MacDonald, said with how well the city's taken to the service, he thinks it's safe to call it a success. You've got a good mix of people. You've got people that are obviously commuting. You've got people just coming into the city to enjoy themselves, people going up to the beach. I, I've seen groups going obviously out to functions and parties, so people seem to be embracing it. But Swansea MP Yasmin Catley said there wasn't much to celebrate. What we see with this government is everything shiny and new and no substance. All they're doing is moving people 2.7 kilometres. What about the other 27 kilometres outwards from the city centre? Around $900,000 worth of cannabis was seized by police on Monday in raids in the Hunter and the state's central west. $140,000 cash was also recovered during the raids at Cessnock and Dubbo, as well as several vehicles, including a V8 supercar. Seven people have been charged with supplying drugs, including four from the Hunter. Some of the region's worst roads were identified in the NRMA's Rate Your Road survey released on Monday. The New England Highway and Nelson Bay Road were named among the most congested on the list, the largest transport survey ever undertaken in New South Wales. Data published by the survey was intended to highlight transport issues ahead of the state election. Peter Corey from the NRMA said it's as important to fund long-term projects like the Pacific Highway at Hexham as it is to maintain smaller roads, including Dowling Street, at Dungog. Often what happens with these locations is pinch point funding can help alleviate local congestion without having to build a motorway. Sometimes the solutions are in the millions of dollars rather than the hundreds of millions or billions. A woman was killed in a truck and bicycle crash in Newcastle East on Wednesday morning. Emergency services were called to the intersection of Perkins and Hunter Streets just before 9.30. The cyclist was treated by paramedics but died at the scene. The incident sparked calls from the city's cycleways movement to introduce dedicated cycleways. The Hunter Business Chamber on Thursday responded to news the state government had rejected an offer from Port of Newcastle to buy the former BHP-owned Intertrade site. CEO Bob Hawes called on Property New South Wales to put the site on the market and end uncertainty about its future. He said the city's various strategic plans show the site is clearly designated for port-related use. The fact that the BHP closed 20 years ago, it's been sitting there for that long, that we really do need to reactivate these sites and uh, that site particularly and get it back out to the market. Newcastle Knights player Tao Tao Moga on Thursday pleaded guilty to assault on Boxing Day last year. The 25-year-old has been placed on a six-month conditional release order for slapping a taxi driver outside a club on King Street. The Knights Centre is now facing a hefty fine for his actions and is due to face the club's disciplinary committee in the next fortnight. 
Newcastle Council reacted on Thursday to claims the state government would cease funding to the city's park and ride service. Without state funding, the service between McDonald Jones Stadium and the city's CBD could be axed by the end of the month. CEO Jeremy Bath said Council was disappointed by news the successful service could be ended. The city of Newcastle is exceptionally disappointed by the comments published in the Newcastle Herald today attributed to Transport for New South Wales, which indicate that they intend to cease funding the park and ride from the end of this month. A Transport for New South Wales spokesperson told the Herald funding for the service was never guaranteed beyond construction of the light rail. A day out from the state election, candidates for the key marginal seat of Port Stephens made their final pitch to voters on Friday. The electorate was a frequent battleground throughout the campaign, with both the Premier and state opposition leader visiting the area in the lead-up to Saturday's election. Liberal candidate Jamie Abbott said voters would have an important choice to make. Well, tomorrow the people of Port Stephens have a choice. They can go back to the same old Labor, where 16 years they ran our budget into the ground, or they can choose the Liberals, where we've been able to... To pay back the debt and rebuild the budget to be able to invest in important infrastructure here in Port Stephens. Incumbent Labor MP Kate Washington urged residents to vote for an MP willing to campaign for the issues important to them. The voters should be sending a very clear message to this government that they do not want stadiums in Sydney, that they want to see local hospitals and local schools resourced before splurging billions of dollars on wasteful stadiums. And residents of Newcastle's Church Street received a win on Friday, having successfully campaigned for the relocation of a bus layover on their street. Bus layovers began on the street last November before the Newcastle 500 event, prompting fierce backlash from residents concerned with additional noise and disruptions to parking. Watt Street is expected to be the eventual location for the layover, with temporary services being offered on Bolton Street.